Partey. Hello, and welcome to Condensed Truth, the Essential X-Files podcast. I'm Shelby. And I'm Laura. And this week, we have a returning guest, Nick. Welcome back, Nick. What's going on, y'all? I'm super psyched to be doing this one. Um, I feel like... Yeah, this is a fun one. Yeah, I feel like Abrianna kept getting pitched like the ecological horror ones, and I'm like, yay, I can join the club. (laughs) Welcome to the eco-horror club. (laughs) Exactly. We're talking Season 5, Episode 4, Detour, this week. This aired November 23rd, 1997. It was written by Frank Spotnitz and directed by Brett Dowler, who was a, the second unit director. I have some bits in my new book about uh, this. I found out a lot of really fun tidbits, to be honest. First of all, a normal episode takes about eight days to shoot. This one took 19 days. Oh, wow. <laughs> because it wouldn't stop raining. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Vancouver was on one was, this week. I was about to say, what's what's the horror in this episode? Like Mothman or the fact that they're trying to pass off the Pacific Northwest <laughs> as Florida and I'm just you can't buy it. Now, didn't you hear the, you heard the uh, cicadas, right? Pines. You know? Like that's a, that was Florida. <laughs> <laughs> those those are those it are was, mm. <laughs> Does Florida has the thing Texas has where it's like really brushy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not like I think even though that woods isn't cleared, you are not walking through it. I think even because they're in Western Florida, right? So even the parts of Western Florida that are woodsy, I feel like aren't quite as what. It's not the same woods as like the Pacific Northwest. Like it's not the same. Yeah, it's supposed to be. Yeah, they both have pine trees, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like piney forests. Florida's like also like way more ecologically diverse than that, so I feel like they yeah. just show me like one shot of like a pine tree and like a palm tree, you know, just give me something. I don't know. <laughs> Even the like not swampy parts of Florida are still a little swampy. So the fact that they're like this isn't the swamp, it's like no, all of Florida's a swamp. <laughs> <laughs> There's a certain wetness that's different from the Vancouver wetness. Right, it's like it's a hot sticky humid wetness and the vancouver wetness just feels looks feels and looks cold mm-hmm. and because it got del- it took so long to shoot it severely strained both the shooting in vancouver and in la for the movie so that was great <laughs> what an impact actually kim manners uh <laughs> did a few works uh, he did a day as the head of the second unit, was just kind of funny. It's like <laughs> your your premier director, your your main director is going to head the second unit, being backup. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to direct both today. Yeah, and then like at one point, someone stole uh, fifteen hundred dollars worth of fake rubber tree, barked off a real Vancouver tree. Um, someone trip and fell in a a hole at some point, like just disaster shooting. And I love this line from Frank Spotnitz that says. Says sheepish, sheepishly, I thought I'd come up with a very simple concept. Literally, it, one that was easy for all the props people in all the departments. It was just, well, outside. <laughs> <laughs> that was the problem. Outside. This is why they moved to L.A. Mm-hmm. And this is why they lost the 
Vancouver feeling? There are too many holes uh, on set. They they decided (laughs) to like shoot in an actual hole. Like I don't. What was the logic here? Just do that on a soundstage, you know? Yeah, I yeah I could tell from like the 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 scene um, at the campfire was shot on a soundstage. Which I didn't know, and I thought they did pretty well, because I didn't really pick up on that, you know what I mean? Yeah. But then the one where, like, they're in the hole, you can see, like, a very poorly green-screened Mulder and uh, (sighs) other dude. (laughs) And I was like, okay. (laughs) I don't blame y'all, but, like, (laughs) the tech isn't here yet. Okay. All of that out of the way. The plot. Mulder and Scully are off to a team-building seminar before getting stopped by a roadblock, where Search and Rescue is looking for some missing people. Mulder leaps at the opportunity to investigate this and drags Scully out to, according to Mulder, Mothman-infested Florida woods. (laughs) Sounds like a fun date. Okay. (laughs) Yes, this is the idea of a date. So we open, very classic cold open for a episode about ecological horror and all that because you got your survey team and one of them is waxing poetic about the woods and about how old they are and this other guy is making jokes about like this is where the blockbuster is gonna go (laughs) (laughs) one guy is actually very sad that development is happening and the other guy is just making jokes about it And yet the other guy works for the survey team, which I found very fascinating. Mm -hmm. Obviously, that's not what the episode was about. (laughs) Yeah. I'm saying we should be sad to see an ecosystem like this being destroyed while, like, helping them destroy it. Yeah. Inadvertently, you know? Yeah. But we also, I also found it kind of really interesting how much of the, like, the monsters we see in the cold open, like, we see them, we see their eyes, we see their whole deal about them hiding in the bark. It's kind of a lot to, like, tell the audience as like from the get-go i think it's just they they thought the idea was the strength and so like knowing what kind of weird creature it was Mm -hmm. was better than just making us unsure for a while right i yeah i think it definitely didn't take anything away like i i don't mind kind of seeing the antagonist that early on Mm -hmm. it still i i really like stuff that's still interesting i think I think a lot of the tension was done really well as well. It's kind of like uh, all we get are the eyes. And it, one way you could look at that is like, oh, it's really repetitive. And this is all the budget was spent towards was just like these two red eyes, right? At the same time, yeah. it's just so effective um, because you yeah. kind of know, but you don't. Like you yeah. know it's those mm-hmm. eyes, but you can't see anything for the rest of the episode, really. Mm-hmm. Or like exactly. why, you know, I, that was the big why to me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's yeah. not a Mothman, um, but yeah, this this bonkers, Frank. But okay, yeah, the the dudes get murked, unsurprisingly, <laughs> <laughs> ripped to them. And then we have uh, I did I had this whole thing I wrote out while I was watching the episode about how it was weird to hunt at seven thirty in the morning. It was weird to be like walking and chatting while hunting, like that didn't make any sense. And then, and then, like later, the mom was like, "Oh, he's teaching him how to shoot." I'm like, "Still, I'm like, what are y'all doing out there?" <laughs> I mean, not terribly well. Um, as, <laughs> as the IMDb points out, um, neither of these guys, I think, are hunting that safe. 
Um, what exactly yeah. they're hunting for is not really made clear. But, you yeah. know, based on the fauna that they describe later on, it's like panther and bear. And it's like, why would you take your kid to that? Why would you take your kid and your dog? <laughs> you know, they're not wearing, like, neon orange, like, safety vests that yes. you should be wearing yeah. when you're hunting. So yeah. other people don't shoot you. Also, this episode aired November 23rd. That's not hunting season. Yeah. It's December 1st, except bow hunting, which I think is like a week. Maybe really? anyway. Maybe they're just illegally hunting and the game warden is going to find them now. <laughs> it is Florida. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, he seems like a very good dad. He's like, you know, realizes they're in danger when they see the survey equipment and like sends his son away and seem like a good dad. Yeah. Very soft guy. Oh, I will say, so like the forest gets quiet and then like as the kid's running away we hear the gunshots and i just really liked the like i felt like one of those shots where everything was coming together like the sound and the directing and all of it was like coming together in a really great like very like this is a very good thing and like to me it feels more special when like they have such tight schedules it's like Mm -hmm. they're really putting in the work like this is a labor of love when like they're putting so much care into this episode when they have to churn out like 20 episodes a season. <laughs> <laughs> and this is four. Yeah, and this is like one of four and it's like kind of completely destroyed the budget and like the schedule Took and everything. twice as long to shoot. <laughs> Delayed the movie. Yeah, so I'm like this, like it just hits different. Like HBO with like th- 13 episodes, eight episodes, whatever. I'm like, of course you do a good shot. <laughs> Like, you have all the time in the world compared to these network shows. <laughs> right. <laughs> then we get to the crucial scene. Mulder and Scully show up, and they're sitting in the back of a car. Miserable. Mulder's miserable. Scully's amused by how miserable Mulder is. I think Scully is also miserable. She's just finding She's more miserable. enjoyment in how miserable Mulder is. Yes. And they're on the way to, like, an FBI seminar about team building and talking about building a tower of furniture. <laughs> what fight did they get into that made Skinner send them to this team oh my, communication you know was seminar? Like, <laughs> this is a specific punishment for them. <laughs> it was for Mulder and Scully just tagged along because she can't do anything without him. <laughs> and Mulder's very funny and great kill me now (laughs) 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 and luckily for Mulder they come across a roadblock which he immediately hops out of the car he's like absolutely not and he's got that look with the rolled up sleeves he looks great and you just know you're in for a treat with Mulder this episode like first sight he's he's fed up and so you just know you're gonna get one of those episodes out of him Mm mm-hmm is what they would call on one. Yep. <laughs> Goes from talking about his hemorrhoids in the back of somebody else's car to just immediately mm-hmm, taking mm-hmm. control of the situation. That car barely stopped and he was like already out. Like he was ready to, to pull like a ladybird where he just like jumps out of the car while it's still moving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And someone, this woman asked him for help and it's the hunter's wife. She's just terrified for her husband, and Mulder is kind, and he's like, oh, I'll go check it out for you. And he wanders off, and then, first of all, 
Hold on, I gotta get her name. The two other agents are Agent Kinsley and Agent Stone Cipher. Just like the most incredible X Files name. <laughs> 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 and so as like he's walking away, Stone Cipher's like, Where's he going? And then Scully just like wanders off. <laughs> it's almost like he disappears. <laughs> exactly. I say raising my eyebrows. <laughs> And her frustration with him knocking her off schedule is personally very relatable to me. You know? Oh, yeah. I also have a schedule that I have to stick to, and I also get irritated when I get knocked <laughs> You know, she really wants to make wine and cheese hour at this conference, and, like, I don't she blame needs her. It. Yeah, I don't blame her, because wine is probably the only way you get through those types of things, and at least, like, they, yeah. they get alcohol at this, like... <laughs> I don't know many like work team building conferences that would give you alcohol to get through it, you know. Yeah, I I didn't I ha- I did one kind of recently and I, there was no alcohol, but it wasn't too bad. It was just you know it's corny, but I just pretended to be a normie and it was fun. <laughs> You're not coworkers with Fox Mulder though. Also, oh my right. God, yeah. I would just like. I would love to be in the room while he like is the most annoying person imaginable. I think that would be a lot of fun. If I knew it was coming, if I didn't, I'd be very irritated. Be like, shut up. We're all trying to get through this. Right. Right. <laughs> Nick, you raise a great point. It's better for everybody else at the conference that he didn't go. Yes, you know? absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stone Cipher and uh, what's his name? Kinsley. Kinsley, they both came apart a stronger pair because they were not mired <laughs> yeah. down by Mulder's bullshit for most of this episode. Yeah. As we'll see. Yes, yes. They just got to hang, hang out in Florida, you know? Yeah, they made another one of those furniture towers. Um, <laughs> Kinsley got to be the top this grand time. time. <laughs> <laughs> and he does... I don't know why I thought his name was Doug. I don't think they ever give him a first name, but Kinsley points out the very old tree and on the, you know, the resin like stump or whatever it was. Cross section. They point out where, yeah, they point out where Ponce de Leon landed. And I, I am a sucker for that kind of stuff. I love like trees that are like turtles and trees that are like super old. Yeah. And like I've seen super more cool. human history than like fathomable is like, wild to me what's funny to me is he like counted the rings out to where Ponce de Leon landed and he was like whoa this tree was here for 20 years before Ponce de Leon and it's like yeah as if there was almost an entire culture and civilization and a whole thing here before the Europeans came and discovered it quote unquote right yeah I didn't like how like like, the entire thing hinged on Ponce de Leon the great (laughs) man The natives were, you know, the indigenous people of the Americas were smart enough to not turn themselves into moss men or whatever it is. Exactly. (laughs) Mulder's on the case that he's decided to make a case. And he meets with the woman from Search and Rescue, who has absolutely been in other episodes of The X-Files. I am blanking on which ones, but I definitely recognize her. I love her. She's great. Her name is uh, Colleen Flynn. Yeah. Let's see how many episodes. She was in Better Call Saul. That's so, yeah. <laughs> Who was she in Better Call Saul? Says committee mer- member for winner. What episode was that? Oh, the, the karaoke one. Oh, okay. Oh, for his bar association. Yeah, the winner takes it all. Yeah, that's, that's, very, that's very Vince to have her on. That's a very Vince song choice. 
<laughs> oh, she's also in all things. I wonder if she's one of the lesbians. Probably. I mean, she'd make a good lesbian. Yeah. I was like, wow, are you telling me someone as pretty as her knows how to like track people and read the ground just in search and rescue? Like, <laughs> that's just hot. like twisting my hair like oh my god what do you mean it's not identifiable as <laughs> man or animal <laughs> and so she says she can't identify the tracks and so Mulder's all in He's yeah like, yeah this is an x-file and so scully runs up to him and he just kind of blows her off and then finally is like how do i say this without using any negative words <laughs> You're not going to, you want me to tell them you're not going to make it to this year's team building conference. <laughs> it's just like, she's having so much fun, but I cannot believe she puts up with this. <laughs> yeah, I think part of Scully really wanted to go to this team building exercise, like not because, you know, she's going to be a better partner to Mulder, but to see like, maybe I can, maybe we're only four seasons in, like I can abandon ship. There's some other department. Somebody else is going to be here. I get transferred to. Yes. Networking for her. <laughs> yeah. We check in on the little kid and he's watching the invisible man and he's very worried for his dad. Understandable. Yeah, he also is, like, watching the uh, most harrowing part of it, where the guy, like, reveals that he's invisible. Um, right. Mm -hmm. Just, like, really not an easy uh, thing to watch by yourself late at night. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah, probably not something you should watch whenever your father is missing in the <laughs> woods. <laughs> <laughs> he's such a horror head. He's like, I gotta watch it, you yeah. know? It's November. It's spooky season. <laughs> <laughs> So we have another scene with Scully walks into Mulder's hotel room. Or I guess it's a motel. His motel room with wine. And it's like, okay, okay, girl. Let's, let's, what's going on here? <laughs> and Mulder's very lame parte is perfect. I might make that the opening clip. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I, that's a good clip. <laughs> And then I love how, like, Scully is like, oh, by the way, Mother, I want you to know this is against FBI rules. The man misses, like, the signpost of the century. Like, she is so fucking horny. And he's like, anyway, so I've been researching this creature. <laughs> yeah, I love this little leaves. animal fact file. <laughs> <laughs> she brought wine and cheese against the rules to your room and said hey this is against the rules and then you just spout like predator facts and then leave oh my god this is why this man hasn't been laid in like decades you know what i mean yeah like, like no kidding like <laughs> scully which do you think is scarier the red-tailed hawk or the, the tiger? <laughs> as he's blowing past as very clear signpost He's like, I think it was a primitive calling technique, actually. <laughs> and, and Scully's like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, this is Florida. <laughs> Scully's so annoyed, and she's based for it. <laughs> she's like, what part of what I just did was confusing to you, like, at all? <laughs> she's like, why am I even here? Yeah. She is wasting game on this dude. Ugh, just sadly. all throughout the episode. I guess all throughout the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I yeah. She, yeah. 
So he's like, okay, well, I gotta go check on something. And <laughs> Scully's very irritated. No, Mulder, sometimes I think some work in your communication skills wouldn't be such a bad idea. I'll be back soon and we can build a tower of furniture. Okay? <laughs> and his, I'll be back soon and we can build a tower of furniture. <laughs> like, now what's that mean? <laughs> I guess he's flirting back, but like, is also like, I'm sorry, this case is very important. <laughs> So the dog is barking and the mom lets the dog out, which I just want to say my cat did not appreciate this scene. Not a fan. <laughs> not why it approved. No. He was like, enough. <laughs> I hear enough of this in my regular life. <laughs> but she gets locked out of her own house. And then the son is, you know, up running around and we see the glowing eyes in the house. And it's very spooky. Like, how do you disguise yourself? I guess she was just, like, in the shadows, but it's, like, like, you're not a chameleon, you know what I mean? Like, you just have, like, green, dark, barky skin, from what I can tell. They are kind of like chameleons, though, almost more than they are, like, mothmen, because, like, they, they kind of, like, start, there's, like, yeah, there's, like, other scenes where, like, they kind of take the appearance of their surroundings yeah. and aren't just Yeah, but, just like, always in, like, the forest, and- right? Yeah, but I feel like that would apply to any other environment, too. Yeah. We've been recording for 23 minutes, and I'm sorry. I've been sitting on it the whole time. Uh, I've done my best to just hold back, but, like, Mulder's wrong. Um, these other guys are wrong. <laughs> like, it's not a Mothman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not, you know, what we the explanation that we're ultimately given. Uh, these creatures are swamp things. Um, you know, not yeah. not to be confused with the DC comic Swamp Thing, uh, if Warner is listening to this. Um, but you know, like a separate <laughs> legally distinct, you know, Swamp Thing, like like just a, like a thing from the swamp. Anyway, uh, so like yeah. anytime there's like little plant matter around, like boom, they're there. Uh, they're perfectly adapted to this environment, uh, which we're given, you know, several times throughout the episode. Like, if you're around for 450 years and you've seen the vastness of you know history like what's to say you couldn't get inside a house you know like yeah i feel like they could adapt to that because they've adapted to different plants and stuff yeah Yeah, exactly i have like a lot of opinions about these creatures because they like i'm glad they don't focus too much time on them because to me they make zero sense they they (laughs) they don't make any sense i do i do like thinking about them as sort of like the like swamps vengeance for development yes. like sure. deserve like, to go like, off <laughs> the beginning vibes especially like it's like the swamp is fighting back like swamps to me always kind of have sort of a vengeful spirit to them because they're just they like dark full of aura. decaying matter right but also like and they smell awful they're full of like at the same time decaying matter but also like preserved matter at the same time which is like really funny and cool but yeah it's like these vengeful swamp creatures that aren't Mothmen. It doesn't make sense for them to be moths. Yeah. So as as Lewis is running around, he bolts out the door, which like I think he maybe like crawled out of the dog door, or maybe he opened the door, but I felt like he didn't open the door, you know? Yeah, I think he, I think he just kind of appeared. Yeah. I think he crawled out of the dog door. He's small enough to still do just, that. Yeah, that's kind of nuts. I feel like opening the door would be easier, but I guess she didn't want the creature to get out. Yeah. I don't know. There was a whole scene like involving him opening the door, but then they decided, oh, we got to cut this for time. I'm going to crunch here. Yeah. And Mulder's there, so that's good. Kind of in the morning, I guess. 
um, when Scully shows up and she finds the uh, Invisible Man VHS. (laughs) 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 And she's like, Mulder, solve the case. Like, this is the Invisible Tape. He was Invisible Man Tape he was watching right before. And (laughs) Mulder's The Invisible Man was invisible. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she she was so fed up. She was like, enough, enough. Yeah. We did not ruin our night last night for you to do this to me. <laughs> but Mulder does make a good point in that he sees that the tracks outside by the back door is the creature with a very human shaped foot, but on the balls of their feet, which like Ow. I don't know about that one. Like, I don't understand why like humanity would why evolution would angle towards walking on the balls of your feet like it would only make sense to me if they were like running on all fours that like that might be faster but not for like a bipedal creature i think yeah yeah like that's such a delicate like i mean unless they're like i mean i guess they are kind of smaller like they're not like they're just ballerinas super short but they are kind of yeah and they're like little jockeys (laughs) And so I could kind of see it like not inhibiting them too bad to walk on the balls of their feet, but still like why what's that what's the benefit? What's the advantage here? Yeah. I don't really get that either. But it's cute or whatever and Mulder shows up Scully or whatever. <laughs> when Michelle shows up and she's like, No, yeah, like uh, walking on the balls of their feet and Mulder is very happy that he's right. Mm-hmm. They set out to go back in the woods, and we are introduced to Anthony Rapp, who plays uh, Jeff Glazer. Yeah. He took off uh, Rent, because he was in Rent at the time. And so he... Like, on Broadway? He took off time on Broadway? Yeah, he took 10 days off the show to work on The X-Files, which is interesting. A very wet vacation, I guess. (laughs) He had to pay his rent somehow. So they're in the woods and the guy and Jeff remarks, oh, Jeff's whole thing is he's the resident tech head, as Michelle calls him. (laughs) (laughs) And he has a fleur, which I don't think anyone got on the same page on how to pronounce. (laughs) I don't blame them because it's it's like F-L-I-R. And it's like, yeah, what am I supposed to do with this? I feel like uh, I just call it F L I R. Yeah, the fleur, the fleur, the fleur, fleur. <laughs> All of a sudden, we're French. The fleur. Yeah, I feel like it's like one of those words. Like once you mispronounce it, like you really have to commit and lean into. Like no, that's how <laughs> yeah. I don't care. That's how it's not how it's said. Like that's how I'm yeah. saying it. Exactly. 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 And he knows that there's no wildlife around, and it's the. The woods have gone quiet, which is very spooky. And he has, they ask him what happened, what he thinks happened. And he has to, he just recounts the opening from when animals attack. <laughs> also referencing the Fox network. So the <laughs> network that they air on exists in universe again, because it existed in um, Alien Autopsy. Was that Piper Maru Apocrypha? The real alien autopsy, anyway, or the fake alien autopsy. <laughs> yes, the, or the, the fake, the f- or the other fake alien autopsy. <laughs> yeah. Wait, which one is? Which? 
Oh, you mean um from uh, Jose Chan? Yeah, that's one of them. Yeah. Oh no, I'm talking about the other one. <laughs> gotcha. The one he paid like thirty nine ninety nine for like a VHS. <laughs> of this fake yeah, oh no, it was that. Nisei seven three one. Yeah, because it was that was the uh, yeah with the uh, Japanese war criminal. Yeah. Unless we forget, they're watching Eek the Cat in season one too. So <laughs> you gotta cross promote when you can. Oh yeah, I, I think I even I missed that when it happened. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're like a baby network. They're just trying to hype themselves up in mm-hmm. their own shows. <laughs> well, you know, when animals attack, they're gonna rerun that, so they want you to be aware. They ran it last year. They're gonna run it again in during the weeks. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back back in my day, we didn't have YouTube compilation videos. We had to go to cable. <laughs> <laughs> watch when animals attack or America's Funniest Home Videos <laughs> Christmas only came once a year but when Fox aired when animals attack you know it felt like we were getting two right right <laughs> so they see creatures on the flirter and they chase after it but there's two of them as Mulder hypothesized so they split up the party uh, so we got the boys group and the girls group, and both of them kind of mess up. So you know what? <laughs> <laughs> and they split up the parties so they could take out Michelle because she was the one in charge. She was the leader. She's the one who knew and, what she was doing. <laughs> yeah, and they were going to collapse the social adhesion of the group without her. Right. Which happened. And as Michelle and... Scully are walking. We see the creature up against the tree with open his eyes. So in this scene, he is just all bark. So it does give credence to the chameleon theory, but mm-hmm. it's still like, I feel like it's just a limited range. You know what I mean? It's only tree or ground. That's it. <laughs> or like the inside of that one guy's house. <laughs> <laughs> and as like Michelle gets taken and Scully starts yelling for help. This is where one of the the Mulder yells and the Mulder rating comes from. Uh, I would just <laughs> like to say that Raina picked that out um, whenever we were watching the episode. She said, that's one of the Mulders from the podcast. Yes. <laughs> we will get to one of the other ones. The other one we're not going to cover, but I think. No, we, we covered the uh, Nisei one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then this one. And then there's two more. And one of them we're not going to cover. And then the other one we will. It's in the podcast, so, I mean, technically we covered it, you know. <laughs> exactly. We're yeah. not watching Dreamland, but it's like we watch Dreamland. <laughs> yeah, you got the best part of the episode. <laughs> Agent Mulder. <laughs> <laughs> so Mulder and Jeff show up. I kept trying to call him Jake Laser, but that is the NFL, like, <laughs> odds. I think he's the guy that shows up and it's just like, in, out, fantasy. Okay, this player's playing, this player's not uh, in the pregame things, but... Somehow in my mind it just stuck and I kept trying to call him Jake Laser. But his name is Jeff. So sorry, Jeff. <laughs> and Mulder's like, okay, like they did this on purpose. They targeted her because she's the strongest. And Jeff's like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, we need to leave. And Mulder disagrees because he wants to find Michelle, very Mulder. And he doesn't care what Jeff says. But when Scully is like, this is a bad idea, he's like, okay, you know what? She makes some points. Well, it's it's funny because like Jeff is like, we need to get out of these woods before dark, which he's like totally right in because like mm-hmm. once it gets dark, they're they're kind of fucked. And 
that's when Scully's like, yeah, no, he's right, Mulder. We need to leave. And then he's like, ugh, fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, very reluctant. I think this is the point in the episode where I realized, like, who needs a team building conference when you got the perfect team building (laughs) exercise right here? Yeah, surviving in the woods. (laughs) (laughs) This is what they should do. They should just set all those C-suite execs into the woods and be like, team building. Isn't that what Survivor is, except it's not C-suite execs? Yeah, kind of. But it's not that far off. It's really not that (laughs) far off. die off slowly one by one. (laughs) (laughs) So as they're leaving, Mulder's like... He's just like workshopping his theory and he's like, maybe they can't get detected by the floor sometimes because they regulate their body temperature. Do you know any animals that can re- regulate their body, body temperature, Scully? And she's like, ticks? <laughs> he's like, interesting. And so then like, somehow that gets him on the Mothman. Mothman. It makes zero sense. No. Zero. No sense. Absolutely. One of your worst series, Mulder. I feel like he was already decided it was Mothman at the very beginning, and then he just, like, couldn't change his mind no matter how much the evidence pointed towards, like, not Mothman. He was like, no, it's just mm-hmm. Mothman. Like, that's what I decided it is, so that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I've been sitting on this theory for a while, haven't had a case to prove it. Um, <laughs> sure, it's Mothman, why not? It's Mothman. It, it's also, on, like, a meta level, it also feels, like, v- very annoying... Like, if I was a resident of West Virginia, and this episode came out, and it was, like, Mothman in Florida, I would be extremely irritated. Yeah. I'd be like, that's, like, one of our only things. That's our thing. Like, you know? Like, why are you taking away our one thing? And giving it to Florida. Yeah, like, what, like, there have been, like, a couple, like, Florida X-Files episodes already. Mm Mm-hmm. And I feel like you could get a better sell of Vancouver as West Virginia, like a little. No, you definitely could. I was telling Raina, like, they definitely can't sell this forest as Florida, but they could as like the Carolinas or something. Because like I was just back Mm -hmm. in North Carolina last week and um, it was like the forest is like very similar. It's kind of those really old, like dense trees and stuff like that like so i feel like you could get away with west virginia in this too and like it would work because it's a little more mountainy and cold there than florida mm-hmm. certainly more wet. and also i just yeah. want to hear those vancouverites or vancouverians or whatever they're called attempt a west virginian accent like i want to yeah. see it so bad they're not doing great <laughs> at florida but yeah like <laughs> Could as easily be West Virginia. Let's go. <laughs> there are no Jody Foster in Silence of the Lambs getting that West Virginia accent down. <laughs> uh, so Scully sees something out there and she hears something else. And Mulder is like walking towards it. And, you know, Jeff is telling them where they see the creature. Awful CGI. Like... <laughs> Pretty bad CGI. <laughs> you tried. <laughs> so uh, Mulder's shooting at one and Scully's shooting at the same one. I think Mulder kind of like pushes it to her side and just we don't know if they're hitting it. I mean, Scully probably is. I feel like she has a good shot. But Mulder yeah. now <laughs> he's like running and firing. <laughs> he's not really aiming that well. <laughs> so Scully, did you get it? She's like, I don't know. <laughs> So they wasted a bunch of bullets to, like, maybe hit the creature. 
not their best idea, to be honest. And Mulder is like, we should probably stop firing. <laughs> Mulder was like, is that your only magazine of bullets? And Scully's like, yep, because why, why would I they bring, bring more, more in the, the, the middle of the forest? Yeah. Yes, exactly. And in this chaos, Jeff is like, enough i'm these people are nuts he's I'm over not it. gonna survive with them yeah so i'm just gonna flee they don't find him and he does get got <laughs> so rip to jeff sorry man sorry to our local tech head his only crime was being really into tech yeah at least yeah. he died doing what he loved <laughs> being really condescending <laughs> and having <Yeah>. tech. <laughs> exactly <laughs> And Anthony Rapp got to go back to Durant, so congrats. Yeah. <laughs> Mulder gets attacked, and Scully gets there just in time to shoot at the creature who does get away. But Mulder doesn't die, so there are pluses and minuses to what occurred. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's night, and Mulder is curled up, and Scully's just leaning against the log. And this is the... The scene they shot on the soundstage because they just had enough of the Vancouver weather. Yeah. And her idea is, Scully's idea is to make a fire using the gunpowder from one of the bullets. And it's like, honestly, not a bad idea, but like, it's not. that's not happening. The wood is way too wet. <laughs> yeah. And also like, that's way too quick. Yeah. Like, you got to catch, it's not going to catch. Yeah. Unless you have like a bunch of, a lot, a lot of like dead leaves leaves you'd have to put a bunch of leaves there first they're not just keep feeding it and blowing on it and stuff they're not good at their survival skills in this episode they're city people and it's showing yeah they need a survival skills surviving in the woods course (laughs) they don't need team building (laughs) yeah but like look at the size of the fire that they built also like there's no (laughs) way that thing was staying lit nope Woods way too wet. There's not enough tinder. Like it's just not the right mm. fire for trying to use gunpowder from one bullet. <laughs> yeah, but we have one of my absolute favorite lines in the episode. Like not in the episode for sure, but honestly, like in the entire show because it's just very funny. Of Mulder's. I was told once that the best way to regenerate body heat is to crawl naked into a sleeping bag with somebody else who's already naked. Maybe if it rains sleeping bags, you'll get lucky. (laughs) Just chef's kiss. I love that scene so much. It's so funny. It's so playful. And like, this is how I like my Mulder and Scully, you know, just in the woods dying, still flirting. The audacity of Mulder to come on to Scully with that line whenever he totally ignored her wine and cheese move. Yeah. Man. Yeah, he he's realizing his mistake now. Oh, that yeah. He's injured in the forest. And he's like, hmm, okay. <laughs> I have one regret. <laughs> very Scully to like follow up that very flirty line immediately with, have you ever seriously thought about dying? <laughs> <laughs> I love her. I stand her. Like, that's such a me move. <laughs> oh, my God. She's so nuts. Like, they're both so nuts. <laughs> I'm older I love just, her. Like, completely undercutting the situation. <laughs> yeah, his joke about the ice capades. But she has a very nice thing. She talks about when mm-hmm. she was dying of cancer and how it was 
it was struggle because she felt like she wasn't dying for anything. But then like giving it meeting became really hard and it's a mm-hmm. really good scene. And it's just perfect. Just them, the audience seeing the closeness, like we've already, like we know it exists, but just like another example of the closeness between the two of them is just so good. It's like a really nice moment where like her, her sincerity, like undercuts his sort of like detached irony, which is like yeah. really nice. Like it's, the number mm-hmm. one way you want to like bring someone down a peg when they're just being like ironic is just to come at them with like genuine sincerity and like it's yeah it's really nice like she doesn't do it to take Mulder down a peg but like it it is a very nice touch to this scene like it makes it like oh haha this is all such a funny joke we might die but then <laughs> you know she kind of comes at it with this like no we might actually might die mm-hmm mm-hmm Irony, poison, Twitter, boyfriend. Uh, oh, yeah. Doesn't have social media. Girlfriend. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> that is their vibe. Yeah, because still at like the same time, like Scully, like you said, it's not like she's doing it to undercut Mulder even. But at the same time, like very much reminding him that uh, he does not deserve <laughs> Scully as a partner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and as she goes to attempt her... Fire building skills. Mulder's very, very, very cute. Go, girl. <laughs> that was really cute. <laughs> oh, my God. They're just, like, trying to kill me this in this scene, I think. Like, physically, I'm dying, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> I knew you were going to love it. I'm like, oh, they're alone in the woods at night. Shelby's going to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's just, they just, like, there's so many elements of, like, previous episodes you can kind of see, like, the influence of in this episode. But that doesn't really detract from it. Like this being very similar to like the conversation on the rock and Quagmire mm-hmm, yeah. and like a lot of like um Darkness Falls and and Ice and other like ecological episodes. It's just like it has a lane, it's like an X Files trope we're trying to do and it it's getting done perfectly well. Like it's great. It's a great episode. It does it well. Like the X Files does this type of episode really well. Yeah, and it's, like, also Monster of the Week. Like, it's, you know, I've said it before. I said it during Jose Chung. Like, the bread and butter is not the mythology. It's, like, these self-contained no. stories. Like, mm-hmm. if, if it was just this one episode, you know, they nailed it perfectly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, and Scully's like, Mothman? Really? <laughs> <laughs> just, just, like, pitch-perfect Mulder and Scully in this episode. And we have, and like, it, the scene, I, you like, before, if it ended here, it would be perfect. And then it became, like, more, and it became more perfect. Where we have um, Scully, like, <laughs> just trying to put him on her lap to, like, keep him a little bit warmer. <laughs> In his stupid little, I don't want to wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell, like, he's doing really good, like, sort of when you're so tired, you're just kind of, like, loopy and annoying. Like, yes. that's that's him right now. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so she's like, I'll stay up and, you know, protect us. You get some sleep, Mulder. He asked her to sing to him to make sure that she's still awake. And very interestingly, the song she sings is Joy to the World by Three Dog Night. Yeah, I'm very familiar with this song. The song she was supposed to sing, Frank Spotnitz chose, but then Chris Carter did an audible. 
she was supposed to sing um, Hank Williams's I'm So Lonesome I Could Cry. <laughs> oh, my Such God. Such a buck wild song to choose for, like, Scully to sing. Like, wow. Like, tonal like, opposites. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Jillian, can you just throw a little, like, Hank Williams? <laughs> Wow. Like, just, just do his voice. <laughs> but I think Joy to the World was like a way better choice. Even though like I think I some symbolism could cry is just very funny. That, yeah. It's like I think this is like a rare, like good choice, Chris Carter, because I think the other song, like tone tonally, yeah, didn't fit the scene at all, but like it is kind of funnier that like I'm so lonesome I could cry. Yeah. <laughs> if someone asked me to sing a song like that's not even top 100 songs i'm gonna just pop off the dome neither one of them are for me but like i'm very familiar with that song because my mom got my dad a three dog and i cd one year right before our (laughs) annual family vacation of driving 12 hours and or like 24 hours total but like two 12 hour drives all the way to south carolina and my dad played that CD the entire freaking time one year. So, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm very familiar with Three Dog Night. <laughs> she started Just singing that, flat, and I was like, flashbacks. oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then when Mulder asks for the chorus, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Also, Jillian wanted everyone to know that she can sing better. She was in character singing mm-hmm. poorly. And I believe her. I believe her. <laughs> Yeah, she wouldn't have played the fool in front of the guy from Rent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's morning. Mulder wakes up, slept like a baby, I guess, because he has a he has a kind of disoriented wake up thing. Like he's like, "Where's Scully? Like I gotta take inventory of like, okay, where are we? He just what what was I doing? <laughs> he just felt so safe and cozy on her lap. He just really knocked out. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to, like, analyze that at all. <laughs> this episode just, like, like kind of be- boomeranging between, like, being very funny and, like, very worrisome for, like, a safety concern of, like, mm-hmm. he wakes up and he just sees Scully and she, like, has her gun in one hand to, like, raise and she's like, oh, I'm, I'm picking some berries. <laughs> some berries. Yeah. <laughs> With her, like, mouth full. <laughs> And she's walking back to Mulder, and Mulder's like, oh, you went too far. Like, you, you sh- shouldn't go too far. And she's like, no, I saw you the entire time. It's perfectly fine. I got this. And then she disappears, like everybody mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Canonically confirming that she is the stronger of the two. Yep. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> exactly. So Mulder dr- gets up quick and runs, and she wasn't got got by the supposed Mothman, she fell in a hole. <laughs> it's just like the line delivery Jillian does of, I fell down a hole. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> um, she finds Michelle in the hole and she finds the dad. So some questions are getting answered and there's kind of a cave. Also, I don't. It's like a swamp. Like the ground should not be that how, stable how for caves. Tunnels? Yeah. Like, huh? <laughs> Maybe if they were smaller, too, you know what I mean? Like, this is... Like, if you were doing, like, Great Escape-style tunnels where you could just lay down and, like, ride a skateboard to the end, okay, mm-hmm. maybe. But these are, like, full-on caves. <laughs> um, And I feel like Florida is, like, maybe 10 feet above sea level. <laughs> maybe 50. 
He adapted perfectly to the environment, and so he dug himself a little <laughs> sub-basement, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if he could do it, you know, so could the environment. I don't know. Yeah. And she catches sight of one of the supposed mothmen. And so Mulder drops his gun down to her. <laughs> and then there's one on the surface, so Mulder is like, okay, I will jump down too. <laughs> but no chaos. warning to Scully. Just jumps down and she's like, holy she, shit. I've seen she's holding a gun and he scared the shit out of her. Like, he's lucky she didn't <laughs> shoot him. <laughs> she just like subconsciously knew he was going to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. She was just like, that's got to be Mulder. <laughs> but sharp-eyed Scully. Pow, pow, pow. Guns the guy down. And we get like a better look at him, I guess. We've gotten like pretty good looks at the Mothman. And it's fine. Like, honestly, the makeup is like pretty good for like the 90s and they try to use mostly CGI and mm-hmm. that doesn't look good but <laughs> no and like the eyes look like pretty good for mm-hmm. this is 96 like I'm kind of amazed that they pulled that off mm-hmm. also it's just like I don't know we'll talk about it later we'll talk about it later like there's a very clear <laughs> frame of reference for this episode um, mm-hmm. yet another Fox project that they could have just like looked to for homage and inspiration. And I think that they broke all of the rules <laughs> of that particular uh, piece of media. Mm-hmm. But anyway. So we do very quickly see the, the, the post that says ad noctum into darkness in Latin. Um, I do recognize that. I do, I do recognize ad. I'm like, hey, I know what that is. Good job, Shelby. Remembering our college Latin skills. <laughs> and Noctum's easy. Yeah, it is pretty that's, easy. Yeah. They, they threw me a softball, and I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I do, I do like a lot of this episode is kind of doing callbacks to the seminar about team building and all that stuff. And it's like, okay, that's, that's fun and everything. But the, the full circle of like them building a tower of furniture using like dead bodies yes. to try to get out of the hole is like very dark and very funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there, I guess they launched a full on search party because you know the four people they sent in disappeared. I don't understand why they only sent four in, but I guess I don't know. It wasn't a high priority. They were looking for the drifter or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they had a leadership conference on top of that. <laughs> yeah, it was a busy weekend. Exactly, they were pretty. They were pretty swamped. Yeah, but they find him, and yeah, <laughs> awful green screen of like Kensley just being like, "What are y'all doing down there?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just chilling, just hanging out. Yeah, he's like, "What are y'all?" That's a weird place to be, and it's like. We're not here on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But the dad and Michelle also get, like, taken out in the, um, those blankets, those, like, space-age blanket-looking things. They're, like, foil blankets that they put on you when your body's going into shock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was, like, a very very cute scene of, like, the mom and the son and the dad, like, reuniting. It was, like, it felt good. That, like, they didn't die, and then, like, they did kill Jeff, so... Sorry, Jeff. R.I.P. to that man. (laughs) R.I.P. Did they kill the dog, Shelby? Do we get any clear answers on that? I think the dog still exists. The dog is fine. It is alive. Yeah, the dog's fine. I would remember if the dog wasn't fine. 
Yeah. The dogs are like nothing. The dogs to at home. The Mothman. Yeah. <laughs> the dog was smart and yeah. learned its lesson. <laughs> and it's like another animal yeah. that's like, you know, it's there, like, not intentional to do harm or whatever, like all the people were, I guess. But. Okay. We're going to get into monster talk even more because, like, the Mothman, I'm like, no, but whatever, I'll buy it. And then Mulder is like, I think they were like the Spanish conquistadors. I think they found the fountain of youth. And it's like, what? Like, I also was really confused because... How do we get Tuck Everlasting in here all of a sudden? Like, <laughs> like, are we supposed to believe that the Spanish conquistadors, like, are still alive? Or, like, these are their ancestors, right? Because, like, that's a very... just Like, if these are the ancestors, I can buy this, like, evolution idea that they became better camouflaging not super well but i will like humor them but if it's like right. actually like in spanish contestadors i'm like no, no like they can't physiologically change like that no yeah it wasn't very clear what Mulder was trying to say if they were the conquistadors <laughs> or if they were just descendants of the conquistadors <laughs> yeah like knowing latin i think isn't necessarily the strongest bit of evidence for them to be conquistadors yeah maybe they just found it somewhere i don't know yeah maybe they're just catholic (laughs) i don't know they converted yeah (laughs) i think that either way Mulder is just wrong he's wrong about the mothman he's wrong about this theory like because why would these people who came to like forcibly like settle and colonize the land have any stake in protecting it like if anything they should be rapturous that there's going to be a blockbuster here that's like right that's manifest (laughs) destiny 101 (laughs) right exactly i don't know maybe they were like indigenous peoples that got like um that converted because of all the spanish missionaries and then decided to take out their revenge way more sense would make complete sense and they would be in the right too you know (laughs) Well, also, like, the Spanish conquistadors is like, no, 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 we already stole this land. Like, you can't steal it back from us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. yeah, they just, they're like, we stole it first. <laughs> yeah. No tasty backsies. Once it's stolen once, it's it's well known that that's the only time. <laughs> White elephant rules. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stick by my theory that they are swamp things. And, yeah, it's like nature's yeah. vengeance, um, you mm-hmm. know. There's only one of them. Like, having two, it makes absolutely no goddamn sense. Like, and it also just (laughs) deflates the tension of the whole thing. Like, if there's more than one, and they're just, like, everywhere, like, who cares? Like, you're fucked, you know? But if it's just one who Mm -hmm. is that well adapted, and it's just, like, one with nature, like, that's pretty fucking scary. Like, nature's gonna fight back and snap your neck off and make an example of you. Right. I think mm-hmm. that's scary. I think that's why the sign is down there is because, you know, the spirit or whatever we're calling it took the sign and was just like, you see that sign? That's the first person who came and tried to, you know, stir my mm-hmm. shit up. And uh, right. it's what I'm going to do to you as well. Yeah, 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 exactly. But I do like the uh, the guy's like accusation because he's like, oh, it's like the Spanish conquistadors, whatever. And the guy's like, you're just, like, no. And he's like, well, what's your evidence? He's like, I think you're just, like, trying to write off your motel room and make it an X-Files. <laughs> <laughs> and he is so right. Yeah, I was like, Kinsley's based here. Like, <laughs> honestly, like, that's what any normal person, I think, who had 
been around Mulder this entire weekend would think. Especially after hearing that, it's like, no, I don't think the conquistadors found some fountain of youth and are still living and turned into Mothman. I think you just don't want to pay for your hotel room. Yeah, he's clearly yeah. not interested in Cheap the conference. Um, yeah. He's going to go do his own thing no matter the cost. And so... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and then he, like, there's, like, this kind of pin in the episode, um, or, like, this kind of, like, tacked-on thing, which, like, I kind of like, but, like, it's also kind of, like, unbelievable in a sense, because it's, like, I am watching the clock. I do know that, like, nothing outrageous is going to happen, but he says, like, they were just protecting their, you know, territory. And then Stone Cipher says... Well, wouldn't that mean any of us that went in the woods were in danger? And he's like, wait, where is Scully, actually? <laughs> and so he's very worried that she's getting attacked. And so he gets kind of like fake out scenes of like shots lingering on the dark of the hotel room. Mm-hmm. And Mulder gets there in time. She's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> he's like, let's leave now. And she's like, what? Okay. I mean, I was on my <laughs> yeah, way out. But like, but as sure. we're leaving, like under the bed, we see the eyes. So like he was right. Yeah. So that's the episode. So now we'll do our segments. First, we have Agent Mulder. Shut up, Mulder. Damn it, Mulder! Mulder! Our Mulder rating. He is on one, as we discussed. <laughs> so I have to give him a six. He, there's something about the outdoors that just makes him go a little crazy. He was pretty annoying, but also very cute. I want to state that on the record, <laughs> Laura. Yeah, um, I give him an eight because he was pretty annoying. <laughs> Even if it was enjoyable sometimes, there were other times where it was just like, okay, buddy, <laughs> let's move on. So yeah, I, I gave him an eight because he was definitely mm-hmm. on one. Nick. The number that I came up with was also six, but I think that he gets to five like within the first five minutes of this episode oh, just yeah. being yes. the worst passenger imaginable yeah <laughs> uh going off and doing his own thing constantly um just completely ignoring you know the obvious themes that the world is sending him uh yeah but i guess he makes a good on it at the end like he steps in and he tries to like solve the situation in his own molder way like, hey, these mm-hmm. people have gone missing, and I I know about Mothman and, uh, you know, <laughs> like, predators of the North America. So I'm going to use my weird little insight to try and make things better. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. and he, I guess he does that in the end, but he does it in a an extremely annoying fashion. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. He, he hits, like, the highs and lows for me. Like, I think that he, can, he like, crescendos at, like, an eight. But you know, yeah. he comes back down to a six for me by the yeah. end. Like even it even okay. out, averages out to like a six. Yeah, I would say so. Okay. Okay. Yep. Next we have So uh this must be the enigmatic agent Scully. Our sassiest Scully moment. Laura. Yeah, I um I mean there were so many good moments, I think, during this episode. Um my favorite Scully moment is whenever Mulder first brings up the, his theory of the Mothmen, the Mothmen of West mm-hmm. Virginia, and Scully goes, what is that filed next to? The cockroach that ate Cincinnati? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very good. Very quippy. Very funny. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, I feel like the combination of 
you know, myth arc and then unusual su- suspects, which she isn't in at all. Mm-hmm. Like, we have not had a Scully sassy moment we in haven't. like a hot minute. Yeah, it's and been I nice. It. Yeah. it was so fun to see her just like, yeah, just be irritated. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I like your moment, Laura, a lot because like Thanks. she specifically meets. Mulder on his level and right. just like let me hit him and hurt him in a way that he will understand perfectly exactly <laughs> yes what about you Nick um you know I would um, I think it's probably when she's just like yeah give me your gun like she, <laughs> she knows like they're in the middle of a hole uh, <laughs> like the writing is kind of on the wall at that point like we've tried things your way Mulder like it's just let's shoot first and ask questions later Yes, exactly. Mine is, it's not like one specific moment. I just want to give a special shout out to like Jillian Anderson's facial acting in this episode. Yes. When they're in the car and she like rolls her eyes and kind of smirks at Mulder. Like whenever he says the invisible man was invisible and she just like deadpans him. (laughs) Just so So many good facial moments of her just being like, yeah. She just like this is this feels like such a good episode because it is the first like episode she was in post uh her cancer remission. Mm-hmm. So it does feel like a, a renaissance for Scully yeah. in, in some respects. She's she's returning so, back to herself. Yes, yes. And it was a, a complete treat to watch. Yeah. Lastly, we have Welcome. You've got mail. Our 90th moment, Nick. You know, I really want to say it's parte because it's like a line that probably nobody had said since son-in-law. But I, I got to go for when animals attack just because like it doesn't exist anymore. It's just like right. fundamentally gone. Like you could go and turn yes. on your TV right now and like pull up, you know, like Polly Shore movies and hear that and be like, oh, it's the 90s. Mm-hmm. But it's another thing to just have it completely missing. Um, right. Mm-hmm. I did look up like was when animals attack a real thing on Fox and it was but I can't find when it aired I can't find oh, no. <laughs> if they did more of them but I know in my heart that they did because yeah. like that's that's Fox's whole thing is just like this is cheap reality programming like let's mm-hmm. just like turn endless footage that we already have for something else mm-hmm. into yes. like money on a dead night yep. uh, <laughs> yes yes exactly Laura um, mine would probably be the the Fleur, the infrared, like, sort of, like, scanner thing that he had. Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, it seems pretty, like, obvious now that, like, yeah, why wouldn't she use some sort of, like, infrared technology if you're trying to hunt, like, some sort of, like, predator animal or something? Um, yeah, it's, like, not, like, super technologically advanced now, but, like, it was for 96, so <laughs> that was that was pretty funny to me. Mm. Mine, my first choice, I had to do the Blockbuster shout out. Yeah. As someone who still has a Blockbuster card in her wallet, that was a great one. But I also kind of want to shout out um, Lewis's, the kid's jacket. Because mm-hmm. it was like, I don't think it was acid washed, but it was like a very light denim, like mm-hmm. very of the time. Yeah. Yeah. The, the fits were my backup 90s moment was all of the clothes. In this episode, incredible, were very good. Incredible fit. Yeah, the phones not working <laughs> would also be a good choice. Like I was yeah. thinking about that. They would take like a satellite phone now. Yeah, yeah. So that was the episode. 
I this is one of the episodes where if I am just like I need to watch an X-Files episode this is such a go-to for me because it is just it's really fun it's really formulaic but it doesn't get so bogged down and obvious about that it's it's building on a structure that exists within the X-Files but doing it in a way that makes it feel fresh and you have great Mulder and Scully banter, mm-hmm. some MSR moments for me. So it is honestly like the full package. Yeah. <laughs> Do y'all have any thoughts? I really liked it. Um, yeah, I like Monster of the Weeks and I like the sort of like ecological, like horror, like nature kind of fighting back. And I think mm-hmm. that's one of the th- things that the X-Files actually does consistently well. Um, they're pretty good at that, those types of episodes. And like anytime, I know like shooting outdoors was a problem for them, but anytime they're shooting this much, like in the woods, I also really enjoy. Yeah, um, I love seeing Vancouver. Yeah, I think the woods are just gorgeous and like you get the great like outdoor wear fits and some good sarcastic banter in it. And it was kind of funny how like, like it was good at building tension with the like quote unquote Mothman, but like it was also kind of funny that it was also like obviously like not a Mothman, but some other sort of like creature. Um, that's also kind of like really funny to me that like Mulder was kind of wrong about the exact creature it was the entire time because usually he's right or whatever, but like it still mm-hmm. was some sort of supernatural creature. Yeah. 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 I liked it. I think it's just hilarious. They tried to pass it off as Florida. That's funny to me. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Mm. And I will say, like, Woods episodes are something they're going to lose when they move to L.A. Yeah. So this is, like, our last gasp. Aww. Oh, man. Yeah, and it also gives you, like, a good excuse to go to the science corner, like, walking on the balls of their feet. Like, what? Why? <laughs> Why even bring right. that up? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Um, I think... I was so hung up on watching this, like, and they'd be like, yeah, it's a Mothman. I'd be like, okay, yeah, but it's a Swamp Thing. Um, so I always, <laughs> I viewed it exclusively through that lens that um, I didn't really notice it until we started talking about it with, like, the Fleur and all of this was just like, oh my God, X-Files is doing the movie Predator with uh, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's also kind of weird to kind of, like, fall back on that. Yeah. Uh, because... There was just a Predator movie that's kind of been in the current discourse. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think it's called The Predator, right? That one that's on Hulu. Is it the one on Hulu? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. think so. Um, and there's just been a, a lot of like hemming and hawing about like, oh man, like the original was like way more badass, and like you can't put like a chick in a Predator movie. Um, when like the whole point of the original Predator is that all of these like really burly men are like. Yeah, getting picked off one by one by this thing that's more impressive than them. So it's like, yeah, it's completely keeping in tone. Uh, so it was fun to see that happen to like your heroes on the X Files um, mm-hmm. with like much lower stakes, of course. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. We're like not even ten years removed from that movie at this point, and Fox was already just like, oh, shit, what do we have that we can kind of like rest our laurels upon? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's about that. That's about it for me. <laughs> a boot. <laughs> so if you'd like to follow us on Twitter, we are Condensed Truth on Twitter. If you'd like to email us, we are Condensed Truth Pod at gmail.com. Next time, we are... Oh, hold on. I think I have an announcement to make. Oh, yes. I almost forgot. This episode 
will, you know, fingers crossed, come out on Mulder's birthday Ooh. on ten thirteen. So happy birthday to Mulder. <laughs> happy birthday from the future of 2022. <laughs> yes. Happy uh, birthday, he's Mulder. Turning, I think 61. Because he's born in 61. Gosh, he's old. <laughs> he is old. <laughs> Next time, we will be talking season five, episodes six and seven, uh, Christmas Carol slash Emily. Um, you could just hear the excitement in my voice. You sound thrilled. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have a lot to talk about with these episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we are. So, uh, that'll be fun. Oh, and if you are a real X Files head, X Files, I've spelled it PH in my head, but there's no way to f- verbally tell y'all that I'm saying X Files. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you are an X Files PH, you might be like, oh, it's kind of weird you're not talking about postmodern Prometheus. And it is, but it's also my <laughs> podcast, and I get to choose the episodes we don't talk about. And I hate that episode, actually, but not in a fun way where, like, it would be good to talk about it. You know what I mean? Just in a, like, I don't want to watch this. I don't want to have to do research on postmodern right. Prometheus. Yeah, like, life's too short. Like, if you're wanting content for postmodern <laughs> Prometheus, like, congratulations. Go to a I have different great news podcast. For you. Yeah, literally everybody else has talked about it. <laughs> and I get it. Like, I used to be, like, a fan of it. Uh, I think when I first watched it, I was just like, oh, wow, you know, like, I get all the visual language of this. And, like, they definitely hearken it's, back to, like... Directing-wise, it's really fun. Yeah, exactly. Like, they they did their research when they made that episode. But also, like, does it really hold up? I don't think so. Um, like, you know, like, Cher wouldn't even be involved in it, you know? Yeah. She was like, yeah, you can use my music, but, like, don't <laughs> use my image. Mm-hmm. You know what I also found out? I was reading Monsters of the Week. The mom was supposed to be... Um, Chris Carter wrote that with Rosie O'Donnell in mind, and she also turned it down. Wow. So he was zero for two, casting postmodern Prometheus. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it is It is also like... Because I think my... Uh, I watched it for the first time probably... I guess 2012 when I was doing my Great X-Files binge and then what is it in 2014 there's the nod to it in Breaking Bad where all of the oh, tents yeah all of the tents for right. um, uh, what do they call it Vomino's Pest uh, are supposed to evoke um, of course the most uh, of the rapist yeah exactly right like so it's just kind of like oh yeah they remember that episode but it's just like well, watching it now, like, why Why would they? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It takes a lot of the things that are fun and just, like, I don't know, spoils them. Like, this, like, icog- iconography of, like, universal horror films or, like, EC Comics. And it's just, like, it just makes it gross. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, there's some parts about it I really like. Like, they have this kind of bit about, like, Hox genes, which are, um, they, like, tell yourselves what they're trying to make like what part, body part they're trying to make and so they're kind of like the programmer cell uh genes and it's like super interesting and, and like it was really mm-hmm. cutting edge technology or like you know research in the 90s and like i do like that part but then like every other part of the element like of the episode where everyone has this like weird 
farm animal vibe about them. Like everybody, like there's the like mousy reporter and like the the pig, like mother and son. It's just like so weird. It's so I was like, why? And then like the guy's a rapist, and everybody's like kind of chill with it, even though like it's kind of not reality at that point. But like they are. It's bizarre. It's I don't like it. <laughs> Thank you for not putting me through that because I would be mad. <laughs> yes, I would have been mad too. Like, it's just, I don't love it. Like, I don't know. Anyway, we're not talking about it. I refuse nope. to. We're skipping to two episodes I also, I like better, but also hate in a different way. <laughs> so. Hate in a fun way instead of in a not fun so, way. Yeah. Do not worry. You will get a mad me next time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, thank, thank you so much on. to Nick for coming on. Thanks uh, for having me again, y'all. It's uh, it's always fun to be here. Um, I I thought that we were going to be talking about Drive this week, so that's what I watched. <laughs> um, I got like the titles confused. Up, uh, ahead. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of fun. I don't think that I'd seen this. I think probably since you watched it, Shelby. I remember like mm. this cold open. Um, being on at your house and I don't know if you're showing it to us or it was the first time that you had watched it uh, but it was good uh, I don't know it was good <laughs> to be go back and re- yeah exactly it was good back yeah. to go back and watch it and think about that and then mm-hmm. come on here and talk to y'all about it yeah. yeah I wonder if it was when you and my old roommate would return and I'd be like okay well I can't watch the X-Files in the living room anymore <laughs> yeah <laughs> I had to go to my room to finish this episode <laughs> I think that's probably what happened <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, do you have anything to plug? Do I have anything to plug? Um, hmm. Yeah, if y'all know anybody that's hiring in my area, um, maybe shoot <laughs> me a, a job posting. But other than okay. that, I'm just trucking along. If you want to, you can follow me on Twitter at NickRichWrites. Yeah, we're going to get you a job based on... <laughs> Based on the podcast. Just my we'll total spite for postmodern Prometheus. <laughs> yes, they're yep. gonna be like this this guy has taste. Yeah, and turn that into gold. <laughs> Perfect. Everyone have a nice week. Bye. Bye.